because there has been an emergency. To infinity and beyond. I thought my jokes were bad. The force will be with you always. We're just like Kevin Bacon. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our final episode of Cinemania Live in the year 2020. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Cinemania Live show. We have Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hi. Oh, my God. We made it. (laughs) We fucking made it. We did it. Jesus Christ. What a terrible year. Truly. It is uh, December 31st, everyone. This is our last live show. The next live show is in the new year next week. At some point, it probably will be back. Sorry, there's fucking gnats all over the place. Um, Live show will be back next Tuesday, of course. But this is our final live show before the New Year's. Uh, It is New Year's Eve. Uh, This feels like really, really like dead for New Year's Eve. But I guess that's because, you know, nobody's going anywhere. Are you you doing anything tonight with Um, family or something? No, me and Jamie are probably just going to watch Dexter. (laughs) That's it. I mean, I usually watch like. What's that channel? The Ryan Seacrest rocking whatever the fuck. Oh yeah. But like I, I hear they're doing that, but it's gonna be like in an empty Times Square. And I said, why would That's I watch so that? Like, like why would I watch an empty Times Square? So yeah, I don't know. Uh or they maybe they might have a limited audience or something like that. I don't know how they're doing it, but I don't think I'm gonna watch. I might I, I'm a big fan of like those that new year's hype you know everyone is do you usually like do stuff um yeah pandemic like what do you usually do do you just like you and you you and the fam just gather around and count down or something or you go out uh yeah i usually go like just have like family over or something like that and we stay up and drink yeah are you a going out person i feel like i don't feel like i feel like you're not really no i'm a homebody really even when you like before the pandemic i never really hear you like oh i'm going out with like whoever or something i'm a homebody well i'm the same but um yeah so i'm really happy that we are done with this travesty of a year uh today everyone we don't really have any news i don't really we're not gonna focus on news today we're just gonna kick back and just shoot the shit i guess with me and hannah one last time before the new year comes along we do have a lot of questions uh questions from like i believe our last show was last week right last thursday yeah so we have questions from the week before like too so we have a lot of questions that we can like get into and stuff today so i'm excited if you want to i mean i mean before we get into it like uh what you've been watching i hear i hear you finalized your top 20 uh yeah i rewatched minari birds prey and big time adolescence those are my top three of the year like definitive top three and i couldn't choose between which was my favorite but i finally chose uh you guys can find out on the best of movie year list tonight uh so listen to that uh yeah uh watch soul i loved soul so much i bawled mm-hmm. my eyes out i posted a picture of me absolutely like and jamie mess. just like and jamie was just <laughs> fine i've genuinely like never i've seen her cry during a movie maybe like twice yeah 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 uh she 
has no heart. Uh- <laughs> Clearly, you guys cannot be any to any more to to any more opposite. Truly, we are so different. It's literally like my girlfriend and her sister. Like they're complete the polar <laughs> opposite. So my girlfriend is not the going out type. Her sister is. Her sister is the is the i love you therese but the materialistic my girlfriend is not um, <laughs> but yeah that's that very much jamie <laughs> crazy um jamie be thirst trap and you don't so it's it's just crazy. <laughs> um okay so yeah i literally just finished watching wolf walkers um just finished like right before we started the show and stuff that was a uh, it was, it was oh, man my top 10 list is a disaster right now it's not bad but it's like it's so all over the place because i don't know i even like so is not number one i keep switching it like with my other choice i'm not gonna spoil anything because yeah like hannah said later after this show maybe like a a couple of minutes after we're gonna record the the, uh, top 10 best movies of 2020 show uh as of right now it's myself larry hannah and kobe mack and stuff so that'll be fun uh yeah so i yeah so i finished i i I added like two movies today uh the one movie that i'm sad that won't be in my anywhere because i didn't i wanted to watch it today but i just didn't have any time uh what's the freaking movie Uh, another round but i'm fine but i knew i i knew i at least wanted to watch wolf walkers because i've been hearing nothing but praise and it was a very good like animated movie it was very cute and stuff like that so it's in there but it's not is it in my t- it is in my 10 and sylvie's love it's it's like it's like it's it's like borderline but do you remember how a couple of months ago maybe like a month or two ago when i was like i haven't seen anything so uncle frank is my number one do mm-hmm. uncle frank is like 16 <laughs> like, it just yeah it's um i like uncle frank but i'm like some of these movies are way too stronger than uncle uncle frank but literally it was because that was the only thing i like the only thing that i actually loved that i saw at like as far as october goes but then october hit and we just like everyone was like all these new stuff was coming and whatnot so you know i'm very I, excited for that show go ahead i haven't seen a whole lot still but i think that you'll be surprised by some of my list Listen, I was surprised by your worst. in the top 10? I I was surprised by your worst. (laughs) I was, there was some, I thought I was going to be like, I was like, am I going to be, am I really going to be the only one who's going to have Wonder Woman 1984 in this? So I was like, let me just give uh, um, Wonder Woman 1984 a a dishonorable mention. And then Hannah gets like six and then she says it. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I was like, that's why I kept going to you first. It was like so many times in the show, I was like, all right, Hannah, go ahead, because I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. So, um, yeah, I guess that (laughs) keeps the intrigue. But my list, I have a top 25. Um, Birds of Prey, just it just went out. I'm sorry. It's like number 26. Oh um, man, Birds of Prey. Yeah. The, the, I've changed my list a lot throughout the year, but Birds yeah. of Prey has been the one that has like consistently stayed in my list. Because I did, I did notice after re- after rewatching. Because like once you get rid of like the movie theater kind of hype, if you go back to our Birds of Prey review, it is crazy because we are just going nuts over Birds of Prey. Like <laughs> we're yelling at Alex, "I'll fuck you, Alex, get the fuck out of here." You don't understand what you're talking about and stuff. Once you get rid of that hype, and I watched it again um recently i was like listen it's really good but i'm like there's some movies that just came out that are just like real good so um but it's still listen it's still in my top 30 at that least. never it's changed 30. for me 
I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, even at home, I'm still like, I get super it. Yeah, high yeah. On it. No, I get it. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm not super high. I will say that I initially come out the day, I was like, I'm like, fucking five stars, five stars. I, it's like, it's like <laughs> four now. You know, I, I like Birds of Prey, but like, I, after watching a lot of other stuff, um, I got some documentaries in here. I got like some indies in here. I got some horror. Dude, we are like the complete opposites of what we were last year. Because last yeah. year, I feel like I was the one. You had, yeah, that all the indies. So much like indie yeah. movies and just like smaller movies and stuff like that. And now this year, hey, you're like miles think, ahead of me. Do you know why I think that's 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 the case? Hmm. I think it's because we don't have theaters and yeah. it's really tough to just, I was even watching, like I was watching Wolf Walkers and I'm like, dude, man, if I was in a theater, like I was like all over my phone and I was like trying to like get updates and like I was creating graphics and booting up the show. And I said, this is like outrageous. And then the same thing happened with Sylvie's Love. I'm like doing work stuff. And I'm like, all these movies I would have loved to just see in a theater. Like, this is, like, kind of bullshit. But yeah. I think that's why for you. Because, like. It's when, super when hard I, for me to watch movies at yeah, home. Because I have, like, yeah, same, terrible same. ADHD. Same. I, I'm, I'm actually the same. Like, I, whether it's about, if, if I'm at home, I like watching it at home. But I fidget. So I have to go on my phone. And it's not because I'm bored. It's just because I'm, I'm fidgeting. And I have to. When I'm in the theater, that's the only place where I don't fidget. If I have to fidget, I'll just tap my seat or something like that or like play with my feet. But like I would never take out my phone in a theater because that's just how we're, we're natured to do so mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like at home, I'm just like, I mean, I'm, I'm watching Wonder Woman. And I'm like, dude, this fucking movie. And I'm texting and and I'm telling y'all how much I hate it and all this bullshit. But um, yeah, I, I feel you. I think I think once I watched Chris Stuckman's video about how uh, he said, like, you know, it's just really hard for you to stay connected to a movie when you're when you when you don't watch into it watching the theater and i think that's true so one of like one of my favorite theater experiences of this year was birds birds of prey so that's probably what happened to you um is that that's just that movie just stuck with you because of that night that experience or just like how much you love the movie as a whole and there's nothing wrong with that at all um and stuff if if i didn't see a lot of these other movies it would at least be in my, my my top 10 it was for like at least until september it was in my top 10 but then i watched more stuff and then i'm like oh these movies are good so um yeah and and it's crazy because i I really hope we figure this out at some point i'm not gonna sit here and think that 2021 is gonna be this amazing year but i mean i just can't see how it's gonna be war as like as bad as this one no i think that we'll at least be seeing movies in theaters yeah yeah i hope so i don't think early in the year at all but yeah by summer at least i think i hope if i go to my list some of these movies i would have loved to see in a theater instead like a like a soul a possessor minari is the one that i would would die to see in theaters sound of sound of metal i would have loved to see that in a theater oh yeah sound of metal uh the vast of night that would have been a nice little dolby kind of kind of experience uh promising young woman i would have loved to see that in a theater i probably would have loved it more um yeah a lot of these movies i would have just i wish i wasn't even like a horror even like host uh i would have loved to experience that in a theater too but yeah it just sucks but um with that being said uh let's go on our first break it's gonna be a kind of a shorter show everyone we had the we i want to save enough time while i'm at work to do the best of show um so we're going on our first break now uh back in a moment when we come back we'll answer a bunch of questions and we'll do that until the end of the show all right back in a moment to the minute life
tonight is my appraisal Cause I'm a hooker selling songs and my pimp's a record label This world is full of demon stocks and bonds and Bible traders So I do the deed, get up and leave a climber and a sadist, yeah Are you ready for the sequel? Back on the show here, streaming live. My name is Ryan once again. Joined by my co-host Hannah. Hannah, I just saw your fucking tweet. What? Is that? <laughs> what? I mean, fuck? I'm never gonna get these photos out of my head. Like, <laughs> fuck, oh my god! I saw the opportunity and I took it. Why are you gonna have Spider-Man do that, man? <laughs> I'm never going to get that out of my head. I'm just going to be watching him flip all around. The By the way, I'm like so surprised that screeners are being sent out for this movie so early. Well, yeah, they probably heard y'all talking shit and said, I <laughs> not even a trailer yet. There's yeah, not even a trailer yet. And they're like, hey, yeah. like a month and a half, two months before the movie comes out. Here you go. Quite frankly, I've only seen like two reactions, though. I didn't even know they like doing reactions. So I don't know. Um, But like, I've only seen like two. I'm going to wait till I see at least like. I gotta say, at least like there's five. an embargo on it, so people are breaking the embargo. Whoever yeah, is doing like it. two, and I'm like, is is it is this is this allowed? Or um, I reached out to to get to get uh, you know to try to watch it early um, for us, but I guess because of the holiday, they're probably not gonna come. Uh, they're not gonna respond until like well into next week. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I want to see it, but yeah, obviously, I'm just joking about the the masturbation stuff. Um, if, if timothy can fuck a pear then this is fine. a pear a peach ah, close enough what the fuck uh, anyway um okay <laughs> let's get into these questions i want to get into uh these skype questions first because there was some that i saw last week that i couldn't get into from marquise he sent let me see i'm pulling it up now okay so he has two questions uh all right he said hey guys uh, what do you? Why do people hate us, Marvel fans, so much? We can't be excited over anything without backlash from movie snobs. I okay, my I think it's because of how how successful it is. This always happens. I mean, when you have like a studio that's like bringing in the most box office and breaking all these records. You're just gonna have people who resent that, and I have no idea why. But it's the same that it's the same when like LeBron James, like the best NBA player, he gets so much scrutiny, and he's like he could he could he does so much for like the community and stuff like that. But the the amount of scrutiny that he gets is so crazy. Uh, but there's this thing with like Disney and stuff like that, and I don't know. It's very it's a very interesting question. I I I don't know. A lot of people like like simp like simped over when Scorsese was like, this is, this is, uh, what is he, what did he say? This, these are, uh, theme park movies. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone on Twitter is like, yeah, these fucking theme park movies. I was like, yeah, no one is calling Endgame a serious drama. You know, like it's what, that's what it is. 
I don't know. Um, and Chris it's, Evans it's said so it best. In his, yeah, he said it best. He was like, "There's a," he was like, "There's there's a, a genre for everyone," and there's a reason why these movies make so much money because people they're they're appealing to audiences. If these movies weren't making so much money, they wouldn't be making them. You know, like or they wouldn't. And it's be, like we're not hurting make. anybody. I don't. It's like it's, we're it's, excited it's, and people are mad that we're excited, and it's like who are we like hurting or you know doing anything wrong yeah. for you guys to get so like upset over it like calm down yeah and it's we're like, not um, snyder stands thank you we're actually not doing harm to people like the snyder cultists will if you say anything remotely negative about him yeah it's really weird and it's not like a um it, not to say that there it, aren't toxic marvel fans because there definitely is but of course but listen i i don't i don't call me whatever but i don't ever see the amount of just man this let me just not let me just it's 2021 tomorrow. there's a reason why people call them like cultists and there's a reason why you know marvel stands mm. aren't like usually associated with that and it's because like you don't see it as much as you know with Snyder stands, mm-hmm. and, and I put and I put like it was so crazy because like going this this kind of relates to like Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, where I, I put a tweet up about like like you know people getting death 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 threats, like critics getting like like you know messages for not liking Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and I was like, what do you want from us? And a lot of the quote tweets from like just like randoms was like, oh, it's not film critics don't matter or something and i was like dude like okay, i guess but like i mean is, are you that pressed that and 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 they're they get so mad they're like oh you know i do think there's bias because when a really bad marvel movie comes out it gets like 90 percent all the time and i was like listen i can kind of stand by i can kind of see where someone's coming from because look if I fucking search Ant Man in the it has like a ninety one, and I'm like, for what? I so I I get that a little bit, but that doesn't that shouldn't make you upset. If you're going around angry about that, then I don't know what to tell you, and I don't know, you no, know, because of a critic not liking your movie doesn't mean that oh fuck, I, I my experience has been ruined because critics don't like this. What? That that doesn't make any sense to me, and I think it's so weird how that kind of conversation comes up only when uh, critics give a bad review or rotten tomatoes doesn't matter. It just only happens when critics give a bad review to a DC movie, but when they get to give a good review, it's just crickets. So I don't know. Cause birds of prey was just this year and most critics like that movie. So it's like, they'll complain about like Marvel movies getting like 90% on like Rotten Tomatoes and let's say they just don't like the movie, whatever. It's fine. It's it's like, first of all, we have to acknowledge that the reason why so many critics like praise Marvel movies is because they're extremely safe. They don't take many like risks or chances for, you know, error to be involved. So critics, usually it's a passive watch. So they'll have a positive experience, give it a positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes and whatever. Mm. It's not like a 
a 90% Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean the movie is like excellent. That just means that most critics liked it, had a positive experience. So it's like, we need to think about it like that, first of all. Um, DC movies, especially with like Wonder Woman 1984, which is the most recent one where it's like divisive and people are like upset that it has a lower rating on Rotten Tomatoes than something like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's like, well, that movie, uh, say what you want about it. It's not like a safe comic book movie. It's certainly, you know, it's different from most comic book movies um and there's yeah, yeah. Okay. and there's yeah, okay. there's reason to you know be kind of divisive on it um mm-hmm. it can be somebody like say me i really like can't be uh comic book movies it can oh, be my okay. cup of tea and Dwayne doesn't really you know vibe with that i guess mm-hmm. in this movie at least he didn't like the way that it was like presented so it's like he didn't vibe with it oh, you know so whatever that argument Listen, going back to that argument oh my god i was like hannah what you and Larry, I just been trying to kick y'all <laughs> off the building or something because they're like, "Oh, Dwayne, but you, 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 you say that you like camp, but you don't like this." I'm like, "No." <laughs> okay, Anna, how about this? See, the CW shows are as campy as I you can get. I just the way that it was presented. And you fucking hate those shows, okay? But then if I don't like a Wonder Woman, oh my god, Dwayne, you hate camp. Like, no, I just said the way it was presented. I did not say okay. hate Cam. I'm just going back to that conversation because I was heated. I was like, what <laughs> but and anyway, I'll even, <laughs> I'll even take and I'm, I'm even defending of I'll even take a far from home. Camp. Listen, I don't think far from home is as crazy campy as you claim. I, I never say that it's a, crazy campy. I just think that there's moments in the film that is like yeah, campy okay. and that people okay. like misconceive like the point of the scenes. Cause like because with that like I, thing on the bus, people complain about it all the time. It's like this is so stupid. Well, no, no, no. Let me say, let me say this. Let me say this. They're like, oh, it's so stupid. And I'm like, but it's like supposed to be stupid. Like that was like the intention. Like you don't have to like it, but I'm like calling it stupid is kind of like you're you're not doing you're not criticizing it. <laughs> I, I guess for me, like the camp, camp. That I think it's the camp that I think it's really good in the in the uh, in far from home is the Mysterio reveal. I mm-hmm. I eat that shit up all the time when I could when it comes to that scene or when he's like directing the stuff like I don't yeah. when whenever they go into his like whatever. No, the bus scene I absolutely fucking hate. I think it's abysmal. I think it's abysmal. Abysmal. Terrible. But um, it's fine it, not to like it, but it's just the people who are like, "Oh, it's stupid." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." The bus scene <laughs> is like as, well, I will take the bus scene over the fucking the mall scene is so bad in Wonder Woman 1984. It's the editing. The editing is so bad. Oh, so bad. And I thought, yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. We're It's a new year tomorrow. I'm, 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 I'm leaving all this shit behind <laughs> oh, but me. Anyway, okay. what I was trying to prove is that um, when Birds of Prey gets like a high like critic rating, it's like yeah. a fucking casket blue. They're like, oh my god, Birds of Prey is terrible. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, you guys complain all the time about like, you know, oh, it, uh, critics are biased towards Marvel movies. DC movies don't get good ratings. And I'm like, Shazam and Birds of Prey did, and you guys still complain. Yeah, so yeah. what is it? Is well, there a critic bias or, or Sh- what? Shazam, sh- the thing about it is it's so weird. Shazam gets a high rating, and then the excuse is, oh, it's because it's like Marvel. It's not dark, dude. So that, that's just proving the point that I just made that it's like it's a safe film. So it's like it's most dark. people are going to walk out of that movie with a positive experience. That's why I will never not feel some type of way about Snyder. Snyder got y'all fucked up. Like he got y'all all types of fucked up to where 
like uh, it's okay to like dark comic book movies but it's like y'all are so weird to the point where it's like you want every single movie to be one way and that snyder's way it's like let's not there's a reason why we're already complaining about more creativity and more director driven movies and there just needs to be different ones there just needs to be a balance like like i don't want all of my i don't i don't mind a dark comic book movie but i don't need 10 dark dark comic book movies logan's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time and that's very dark i don't need but it's like i don't need yeah i don't need every single comic movie to be that perfectly balanced i'm sorry yeah no but like you're right perfectly balanced i just i don't need it's so weird thank god honestly I, I, I can't imagine the Snyder DC as of right now. It's just be, it would just be like be a, boring. Mess. a mess. Like all these like Green Lantern, dark, Supergirl, dark, Wonder Woman, dark, like like extra dark. Like like just dark, dark all around. I don't just love like, all of the DCU oh, movies, man. but at least every single one of them is different. Like Dude. say what you will about the DCU, but every single one of them is different. And I Dude. like that. Even though I don't yeah. like all the movies. But you know, we get variety when we go and see DCU movie. We don't know what we're gonna ex- what to expect with like MCU. We love it, but we know what we're gonna go get. With DCU, it's kind of like we get it's a little more exciting. Yeah, that's why I'm excited for the new. Uh, that that's why I'm excited for the upcoming MCU stuff because it does seem like it's taking a, a different kind of yeah. Tone like a different kind of take because like when you go 23 uh movies deep into the same kind of feel it does get worn so i'm glad like some of these movies seem like they're gonna just do be a lot different like those mcu shows when they were announcing them i was like fuck man it's gonna be like the same do you remember like how crazy that was like the day that it was announced all of us were just kind of like so like question marks everywhere because they're like what is this like is this even gonna like happen like i remember like doing the show of like when it was announced at like comic-con and all of us were like what is like all this even fucking mean like i remember that it just felt like so like weird and like whoa this is different and then my dumb ass was like, I don't know what the fuck Feige's gonna do. <laughs> and it's the fucking multiverse, you idiot. So, um, all right, let's go back to another question from Marquise. He asked, um, uh, what's up, guys? Do you think critics will become irrelevant as time go on, considering the general audience's audience or film fans will see a movie anyway, regardless of what the critics say? I don't think they I don't think that will become I don't think that will become irrelevant. I just think because festivals, no casuals go to festivals. I mean, that's just the case. If you're if 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 you're a casual, like my boss is not. He doesn't know what a fuck a Sundance movie. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what that is. He doesn't know what a South by Southwest is. Those are like the the cinephiles and stuff like that. So I think as far as those go, when you when you need those first kind of words out for a movie, you're gonna need critics. But I don't see. A lot of studios thrive off critic reviews. Say what you want, but you think a studio was happy when they see like a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes as far as critics not liking that movie? No. I mean, unless you're unless you're coming out with like a Hubie Halloween, they know they're not going to get a 99 or something like that. You know, they know they're not going to be praised by critics. But if you're like a serious Joker or something like that and, and you want like Oscar buzz, you're not going to get Oscar buzz with a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Name me one Oscar movie that gets in that in the Oscar kind of talk with that low of a rating. 
you know, like whether it's IMDb, Metacritic, Rotten Tomatoes, any of them, give me one that had that low. The one thing, the one that I can think of as far as recently is probably the boss baby, but that's had like a 55% or even like Bohemian Rhapsody that had like a 50 something percent, but like, give me something that's like well into the, like the depths of like a low score to where it gets any sort of Oscar buzz. So that's why I think studios will always rely on critics as far as that, because they want to get the word of mouth and say what you want. Audiences will go see a movie if they, if they're invested and they really want to go see it. BVS came out and we were all like, a lot of people were expecting that movie to make like how much Avengers made and it didn't come close. So that's because a lot of audiences saw that this shit seems trash and, 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 and we ain't going. Only y'all went who are crazy about Snyder and all that fucking bullshit and y'all think y'all are the latter. But no, like, a lot of audiences didn't go because the scores were so low. Same with, like, Fan 4 Stick. Like, if audiences really wanted to go see that, as far as the superhero movies, they that, that movie was in, like, a 16% when it came out. And audiences just vanished. So I think as far as that, we'll always be, like, uh, we'll always be, quote-unquote, relevant, I, I would say. What, 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 what say you, panel? I think that... I don't know. It's it's a cuz in my opinion, I think that critics will always hold some kind of power like you're saying with yeah, like yeah. they get the chances to like see like movies early and stuff like that. Um and we get to, you know, put out our thoughts whatever. Um and kind of give people like a little taste of what to expect with a movie. So it's like they hold power in that kind of way. But also, I don't think that audiences really listen to critics all that much apart from like Rotten Tomatoes. I think that they are not going on Twitter to, like, look for, like, first reactions to, like, movies or just, like, you know, reading reviews or anything like that. They see a Rotten Tomatoes score and they go, oh, it's good or bad, you know? I think that's probably how most audiences, like, you know, look at a movie's reception and decide maybe if they want to go see it or not. Um, I think a lot of people uh, who give critics power is movie fans like us um, who are just maybe on, like, film Twitter and stuff like that looking for maybe, like, validation on you know oh this person likes a movie that I really like too I know before that before I even like was on Twitter or like really serious about watching movies I loved watching like top 10 lists because I wanted like validation being like oh yeah that was like one of my favorite movies too you know it just kind of gives you that little excitement uh so yeah I I don't know I think that they'll always hold you know power for sure though because they'll always have us at least uh, (laughs) to give them that kind of power. It's like, we seek that validation. Yeah. And and even when you, and and they also, I I would say uh, no to the question again, Marquise, because uh, even when you go to like uh, promotional, like tactics for a movie, like you never see a movie to say, Hey, come see this. They'll be like, Hey, the number one movie, blah, 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 blah. Critics are saying that, you know what I'm saying? That's, so that's us so as much you can as much as the average schneider fan or whatever fan wants to believe that critics don't matter when you're promoting a movie that you want people to come out to one of the best things to use is hey look what critics are saying about this movie that's why that's why there's press screenings on like tuesdays before friday that's why that's why when a movie knows that they're trash like a dark tower they won't do a screening until the day before because they 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 figure the day before you're already made up your mind if you're coming to see it or not 
But if if they if a movie's confident about a movie and it comes out on a Monday or two weeks before or like on a Tuesday before that Friday, they want to get the word of mouth out from critics first to to like to kind of praise that movie before you go and make your decision to go watch it. So uh, no, in that case, I think we'll always be around. Sorry, but um. <laughs> So, all right, let's go on our uh, second break. Uh, when we come back, we'll get into more questions. Back in a moment, Cinema Life. Already back on the show here, sitting me live. You have about ten minutes left. Uh, sorry, I want to do my, I want to do that best show before I leave work. Uh, so we're getting some final questions here. I'm also joined by my co-host Hannah. Hannah, hello. Hi. So uh, let's get into some more questions. This person here says, "Did you guys see the reports of Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves on the set of the Batman?" I heard them, but like they're not like. <laughs> Yeah, it's the sun. Yeah, so. And first of all, the sun didn't even say any of that. <laughs> and then yeah. another another publication saw that, say the source was the sun, and then made up a bunch of shit that we're now hearing saying like, oh, there's like there's tensions on set between Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves. Oh, so it's like God. it started in one place to not even saying that, then twisted into another thing from another publication. So it's like publication wanting attention. Mind you, the last the last time we heard about some uh, a, a, a movie or a TV show having tensions on set, and that a certain actor was wasn't going to be on the on the show as much because of tension, it was it was clearly bullshit because the actor <laughs> was in every episode and almost up and down the entire episode. I'm talking about the Mandalorian. <laughs> so no, I think it's fine. I, I don't know why people to- want like to make Ryan Johnson such know. a villain. Why do why are like why? I don't understand. Do people really just that upset that Robert Pattinson is Batman that they're like making this shit up like continuously? Oh, they they get. I remember they got like so mad about the whole COVID thing, and I don't, I don't fucking know. All right, let's go to another question. So, um, yes, we saw it. Sorry. Um, okay, this person here says, "What moment really pushed you over the edge in 2020?" Oh shit. Oh. Um, so I could easily say my grandmother, but that happened in uh, April. So that was like, I mean, fuck. But uh, what can I say? Like, uh, like October or like September, probably for me, probably like my anxiety just got terrible and I was just over it. So maybe that was probably like, dude, what is with this year? Get me out of here. And maybe after my accident, too, because I was like, dude, I just got into a car accident. What is going on? So maybe that. Oh, about you? You have any? 
Um, yeah, my aunt dying, um, yeah. still hard, uh, and then when I was fucking quarantined for two weeks, mm-hmm. um, like, actual, like, quarantine in just my room, because I live with other people, and I didn't want to give them COVID, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that, that it's sucked. Just, yeah, probably, too, just, like, the idea of, because, like, I feel like this COVID thing, like, it's just, like, uh, I just I just feel like this has been going on for so long and I'm like I'm just always paranoid and I'm like mom and I are like my mom and I are like drenching our cups every time we get like order fast food with like wiping our cups with wipes and it's just I'm getting tired of that life yeah. you know what I'm saying just constantly I, I go home with I have eczema so I go home all the time with like really itchy hands from sanitizer all day um, and washing my hands so it's just it just I'm just tired of this life i guess and i you you don't know how much you have you love something until it's gone and i bitched and complained last year about life and holy fucking shit i'll take that in a heartbeat so yeah like i miss my friends i would have i would have probably saw you guys three times by this time by this time uh i miss like uh, it's just this is yeah it's just that I guess. Um, okay. Now this other question, this person here says, what was your most happiest moment of 2020? For me personally, probably Sundance and the election. Like I like winning. Cause holy fuck. If Trump would have won. That would have just I, been the nail on the I coffin. Just would have been done. And I mean done. Take that as you will, but I just would have been done. The election was like tearing my girlfriend and I apart. I just, I just can't need, I can't have this guy win. Like I, I, I can't. So when that shit was going on for like a week, I was like, what the fuck is going on? So that was probably my most relieving and happy moment was just like, finally, we got something. We got a new president. Um, and then, and then the, before the shit went down, uh, Sundance was a great time. But then the, 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 the day before I left Sundance, that was when Kobe Bryant died. Um, so that was like, what? and stuff like that so that was kind of the start of a lot of things you know him dying and the covid and then it's just crazy what about you what's your happiest um i don't know if this is a dumb answer or not but when like the batman trailer dropped i just remember being like so happy that day you're you're, you're happy of course that's great that was like like being on the show that day and like talking about it for like literally thirty minutes of me and you just like raving about it. Yeah, you and I came and, up with all these ideas. Can you fucking yeah. <laughs> saying that a thousand times? Or and like, like Twitter just being like so happy and just like it's like all over Twitter and everyone was just like so like excited about that's Batman, actually, which that's is a like great, uh, yeah, yeah. That's actually was, a great. That answer. was just a really good day. Yeah, I also would say I would say DC fandom as a whole because I watched. Yeah, it. DC fandom was like a really good day. Yeah, most of it just was like get me so excited that we were getting like new stuff, and then the Marvel, the uh, not the Marvel, the Disney Investor Day, like all those like drops that happened later on. I just felt like I, I think we, yeah, I would agree. So I appreciate those students. And I just came home that. from Wisconsin Dells that day, the DC yeah. fandom. So like that was just a good day, like all together. That was really, yeah. that's maybe my the best time I had like during like COVID was I went to. I know you're not supposed to go anywhere, but we were in a hotel room the entire time. <laughs> we, we, me, my, uh, my friend and Jamie, we all went to Wisconsin Dells and we literally just stayed in like our hotel room the entire time. Uh, and like the hotel, 
um mm-hmm. but it was it was really fun just like the three of us like having like a few yeah. days to ourselves being safe yeah yeah so i i would say yeah i think that's a great answer so i don't think that's dumb at all um because that was a great time we were all like just super happy and stuff uh but yeah um okay so this person here says uh hannah what inspires you to do so many makeup looks oh probably one um anxiety mostly (laughs) uh yeah i've been doing makeup for i think like five or six years now um i used to have like terrible anxiety like bad social anxiety to the point where it's like i got taken out of like actual like classes in school and was put in like an alt program so it was just like i'd be in a classroom with like four or five people um and then like one teacher yeah and you'd have to do all your work on like on a computer um so then you didn't have to like talk yeah it was it was that bad it was social anxiety like that bad where it's like i couldn't even be in a room with like more than like 10 people or i'd like just like cry and like shake and i just i couldn't do it um and so i'd have that kind of anxiety at home too because like i don't know i don't know why it was was hard for me to just like be awake kind of sometimes and so i started watching like makeup tutorials uh to kind of like calm down because i thought they were like uh therapeutic um and then i started doing my own makeup and i this is like something to do where it's like you sit down you put on some music and like you're just focused on like you know doing your makeup it's kind of like i think painting to some people um you know people paint to kind of like a remedy uh, and it's like relaxing same thing with like makeup it's like you just sit there and you know make you feel pretty um mm-hmm. yeah it's like it, it it takes like two and a half hours of like you know just kind of like therapy so yeah um, that's most of the time why i do it wow see i didn't know that. i thought you were just it's a hobby hey i'm just gonna do it um <laughs> that's cool. great question whoever that is um Hopefully you're not like a fifty year old man. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention, whoever asked that. Yeah, that's that's really sweet. Um, okay. Uh this person here says, uh, Dwayne, how did you form this amazing team of creators? Uh well, how much time do we have? <laughs> uh, right, we can go for like Twitter. four more minutes. Yeah, okay, so Take Twitter. This time. Uh pretty much Spotlight pretty much party. Twitter. I've always heard the bad part of Twitter, but I will say, like, I, I, I've gotten on Twitter as far as, like, enabling bullying because, like, the fact that you can't remove comments is so bullshit to me. And the fact that you can't, like, take let someone stop commenting on your stuff is so, you know what I mean? That stuff is just so icky. Like, why can't I edit this post? Why can't I take people out of it? I just think Facebook and Instagram are, like, miles ahead from as far as Twitter goes, which is so weird to me. Um, but Twitter, pretty much, because... It's the the group was just a Facebook kind of uh, freedom forum kind of thing that we did in 2017, and it was just a Facebook page where we just would post some news. Me, Alex, Jeremy, um, and my and my other friend Christina, who went to Comic Con last year with us, we just did that for a couple of uh, for you know for a couple of months. And then I knew I wanted a podcast. So then I remember getting my first microphone at Marshall's and it was a disaster. I think I just told this story to Kobe Matt because Kobe's starting up his new, uh, you know, he's starting up his new kind of YouTube and stuff like that. And he's like, ah, this is crazy. And I'm like, bro, you're getting the hang of it. Trust me. Because I started, I said, how the fuck do I, I thought you just plug it in and you're good. 
and then I realized you need like softwares. You need this downloaded on your computer. You needed that. I needed another mic for Alex. And but listen, our first shows, I just had Alex on a. I had him on my cell phone speaking, and I was holding him to the microphone. It's so fucking terrible. <laughs> it sounds like Tenant. It's so bad and stuff. <laughs> like it, it, it was so terrible and then i said dude i this is this is awful um and then i realized skype can do the recording thing then i started doing skype um and then i realized that i started inviting people onto shows uh alex introduced me to jared and then he was on a few world shows it was only like movie reviews and world shows and then the cinemania live show was like was like every other week with me and christina just talking about nothing and stuff like that hanging out and then uh, after Jared, it was like Brett, and then uh, uh, Bam Bam Tube TV. We do the morning movies, the morning movie show on Mondays. Uh, it was him, and then I realized that I, I I was a big fan of like those screen junkies and like Collider and stuff like that. And I was like, all that stuff is like pretty pretty is like pretty cool, and I love it. And I I would love to have a group of friends to do that with. You know, uh, until the collider turns like a disaster, like what happened at the end. But um, <laughs> like yeah, that was what I was watching. You know, around that time. So then I was like, I told Jared, and I told I invited Meg randomly because I just saw one of her tweets about a movie. And I said, hey, you want to be on a podcast? She's like, yeah, sure. I told her. I told Jared. I told Brett. I said, hey, I want to do like a collider thing where. We have like a, just a group of us, and this is a team, and we, we come on shows randomly. We do movie reviews. We do news. Uh, we'll do like a couple of us for world shows here and there. And it was initially called the Cinemania Filmverse. Uh, I have no idea where it came from. <laughs> That's so cute. And then it was like it was those guys. I even I think it's on my Instagram. Like if you scroll, it's like the the logo for like it was like the show that we did our best movies of the year so far for like 2018 i believe uh because yeah i had like searching on there and stuff like that so it was that and then i i noticed i got i started becoming uh mutuals with larry and i was like larry hey come on a show and he did a show with me i remember that show him and i were talking about black panther and the oscars and then i realized larry did a bunch of box office stuff and that he was a big fan so then I was like, hey, why don't we start a box office show? Then that's how Larry came on. And then Tyler came on and he started doing the world shows. So then I invited him to the group. So right then and there, it was Tyler, Larry, uh, Alex, Brett, and Jared. That was the group. Um, and then Shannon came along. Shannon, me and Shannon, all the time we used to do a bunch of Netflix shows and stuff like that and do a bunch of live shows together, me and Shannon. And then after Shannon, I forget who was next, but then, because this is a lot of people. Um, <laughs> then we kind of moved into, kind of move into 2019. 2019 was when I met Hannah. And I had no idea how, but it just says someone that you follow. I mean, someone that someone else follows. Recommendation. I said, oh, whatever, whatever the fuck. And I remember your profile picture. <laughs> it was when you had, it was a picture of like, was it one of your cats? And oh something like that it was, it was what like graduation or something like that right? oh yeah me and princess on my graduation then i saw your banner was call me by your name and i said hey we're doing a pride review for calling by your name let me invite this random person and i said hey <laughs> random person 
do you want to be in our Call Me By Your Name review? I saw you be, you're a big fan. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> and, and we did it. And then I was like, hey, she's she's doing pretty good. And she's never been on a podcast any uh, uh, ever before. So then I said, hey, I, I saw that you've been watching, that you're interested in like Euphoria. Do you want to start like some Euphoria reviews? And they're in the archive, everyone. Hannah and I <laughs> reviews. And then Hannah bled into the world show. And I, I like, oh man, I was so impressed because I'm not like some seasoned movie critic, but I was like, I, don't, I forget. How old are you now? Like 20? Yeah, I'm if turning I, 20 in like three days. <laughs> was you like 18 when I met you? Yeah, I had to have been like 18, yeah. Like this fucking 18 year old is talking about the lobster and <laughs> hereditary and like the favorite. I'm like, who is this? So then I was like, Hannah, do you want to be on this fucking team? Because good God, we need you. And she said, yeah. And then that's how Hannah came in. And then Comic-Con happened. Um, by this time, we're all like really cool friends. Comic-Con happens. I'm in the press line. I look over. This 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 random girl was like, hey, what do you guys what do you guys do? And I said, oh, you do a podcast. And she's like, oh, I have a podcast, too. And I said, what's your name? And she, and she said, oh, it's Kayla. I said, oh, my name's Dwayne. And and then that's how me and Kayla met. And that's how she came on the podcast and stuff. Um, yeah, and just, the rest is history. That was, that's pretty much it. That's how everyone pretty much became a part of this group, I guess. Um, I'm really, really grateful. I wanted to end the show by giving thanks to all of you guys because I don't know... I really, I'm, I'm gonna be one. I'm gonna be 100% with you, with everyone right now. I don't know how I could survive this year without this podcast, and I'm getting teary-eyed because I really appreciate like all of you, whether it's like Hannah and I go head to head all the time, but like those shows get like a lot of people listen to them and they like them and they keep listening to them, and I really appreciate it. And people keep sending in questions. I never thought that that would ever happen. Like, I started this in a fucking pizza shop with Alex. It was me and my best friend. <laughs> we said, hey, we're talking about The Last Jedi. Let's do a podcast one day. And then and then this is how it all became. And then I'm over here talking to, like, a, a $200 mic, and I'm using this software. I know how I know what I'm doing now. It's crazy. Um, Hannah has given uh, the, the podcast some of the best shows that, like, I've ever thought – I never thought we would ever have – by me just sending you a quick DM and then you could have been like, oh, what a fucking creep. Get out of here. No, <laughs> you know, but you didn't. And you, you, you trusted me and you stuck by me this whole time. I really appreciate it. I appreciate Alex for being like my best friend. I don't know how I would be. I don't know how I'd be here with Alex. My girlfriend has been amazing. It's, it's been a really sad year, but I'm really, really appreciative. Larry, Larry's always sad. <laughs> I fucking love Larry. I love Tyler. I, I love, uh, People who listen to the show, Daniel, Marcus, Marquise, like Kobe, um, I, those are my friends who just listen to the show all the time. I appreciate it. Um, other people who just randomly listen to the show, like James, like real James, he's like, he's always like tweeting about the episodes. I'm like, oh, hey, thanks. You know, I appreciate stuff like that all the time. So it keeps me going. The podcast keeps me going. These shows keep me going. So I just really I'm really, really grateful. So I guess that's a good way to end the show. I'm grateful for everyone. I really appreciate it. Thank you all for listening, whether it's your first show or your 80th, because we have like 400 episodes on this fucking thing, and I have no idea <laughs> how. 
So um, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. I I love you. Uh, let's get let's do this 2021 thing. Let's really really like knock it out the park. Uh, let's get this year away from us. Let's let it die and burn and stuff. Uh, <laughs> Tan, I know I sp- I went on a, a tangent, but any any final words for this episode? Yeah, um, I feel the same. Uh, I was I was getting teary eyed, and I had to wipe some tears away. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. This podcast definitely keeps me going, like every day. Literally, I say it all the time that like recording days are my favorite days, and I just I, I'm so grateful to have such a good friend group to like talk about my favorite thing with so yeah love you guys um love everyone listening to the show thank you um for hearing me be an idiot uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh, i don't want quiet <laughs> mute your mic what's going on over there um all right guys. thank you guys for joining us once again so uh listen so i have like about an hour and 20 i, I don't think we're gonna we'll probably have to do the show a little bit later like when i get home or something um the best of show but it is coming tonight at some point you know, I, I don't want to do anything tomorrow i want to just watch movies and chill tomorrow so um yeah everyone thank you guys for joining us uh the top 10 best movies of the year show is gonna come sometime tonight just stay tuned and my name is Dwayne. you can follow me on uh, twitter at cinemaniac94 and you can follow me on instagram if you want cinemaniac1994 and hannah take it away at rejected hannah on twitter <laughs> So you get it. I still hate it. I know. Me and Kenzie were just talking about that on Robert. By the way, oh my god, I didn't mention it this whole episode. New episode of Robert Podcast and we're back. Um, <laughs> I listened to it. I said, what's going on here? <laughs> we're the Lighthouse this week, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, go, go, go check it out. Honestly, I'll put a, I'll put a, I'll put a link to the show on the uh, description. Oh, thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Hannah. We'll talk to you guys next year. Bye. Bye.